This is a 38 Medicine production. Welcome to another episode of Successful and Single. My name is Josh J. Wynn Rayford. I'm the director of Hip Hop for Pandora, program director for Series 6 and Pandora Now. I'm educated. I'm a homeowner. I got good credit, no kids, and I hey. am single. And that's what we're here to discuss <laughs> why so many men and women like myself are single. Now, there's nothing wrong with it. We're not bitter about it. We're just having conversations to explore what's going on and get a better understanding and hopefully you listening can get a better understanding of why you're out there successful and single and you can learn through us and our mistakes and hopefully our triumphs. But in any event, that brings me to my guest. I've actually had the priv privilege of knowing her for a little over two years now when I first moved back to Atlanta. And I just personally think she's one of the dopest people in Atlanta. And um, I actually saw her in the middle of her pivot when she was going from one industry to another, and now she's just shining. She's doing her thing. I'm so proud of her. She's blowing up everywhere. I know her DMs is going crazy, but I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Well, thank you, Jay. That's like, I didn't even know we knew each other that long. That's crazy. Those years flew by. Well, the pandemic was one year, so that don't really count. <laughs> so, oh, never mind then. <laughs> um, my name is Tiffany Loren. I am currently a content creator. Yes. Um, that's what I like to say because I'm on all platforms, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Um, I do sketch comedy, episodic, um, reels. I mean, whatever. The only thing I don't do is TikTok dances. But, you know, I try. <laughs> I, can't, I really ain't got a one, two. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you are, you're, you're killing it on YouTube. Like, your subscribers went from zero to 60 in, like... A matter of months. <laughs> I was low-key jealous because I was trying to get mine up and you just flew past me. <laughs> well, yeah, I just really, it did go by fast. So I am very grateful for that. Um, I wasn't expecting it. It kind of just, you know how people always, you listen to those stories about people and they're like, yeah, I just never thought I would do this. But they're like multi-platinum or they're like cr going crazy in the industry. Yeah. And you just kind of sit back like... I care you never thought you'd be doing that but that was kind of my thing like I never thought I would be doing what I'm doing and then when I set foot in and I did it it just took off out of nowhere and I was like that's crazy <laughs> so well again I'm super happy for you so you definitely qualify for the successful part but we got to ask this question and this is for the purpose of this podcast why are you single out here Tiff I mean welcome to Atlanta <laughs> Um, don't use the city as an excuse I mean you know everybody says Atlanta is a really hard city to date in mm. and I think that it is because you don't have um, a select few of people who are successful like you have a lot of people who are entrepreneurs like we're a mecca for entrepreneurship there's a lot of pro athletes, of course, then you have to throw the music industry in. Now you have to throw the entertainment industry in as far as like acting and um, filmmakers and writers. So it's like it's a hub. It's almost like a mini L.A. So, of course, everybody thinks they're Diddy and everybody <laughs> has this tier. And it's I don't know, like it's just hard. I feel like it's a mixture of real success and then it's a mixture of facade and then when you put the two together, it kind of clashes. And I think that people are very, um, I don't want to say self-centered, but I do think it's a lot of like me. I'm trying to get to the next level. I'm trying to do this about myself to the point that sometimes we can be so self-driven and self-focused on our business goals and aspects 
and so masculine in that area that we forget about having to separate that and have a personal life. And then I think people look up, especially women, and then we're 35, 40-ish, whatever, and we're super successful. And then it's like, damn, we didn't have any kids. We didn't get married. We still was like, we got time, but then the lifestyle took us. Like, you have time, but then... You're at the BET Awards and you got time and then you're at the red carpet. And the next thing you know, like Jay said, two, three years go by. You look up, you're like, oh, my God, like the time I thought I had went by. (laughs) I don't have it anymore. (laughs) Yo, that's true for men and women. Because I look at myself like that. And when I was coming, I'm like, okay, I got to get to this level. I got to get to this level. Okay, don't worry. I, I'll get in a relationship later and that, that'll come along. Now look, I'm like, man, and I just came from BET, by the way. I'm, I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, man, uh, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like I, I achieved the levels that I wanted to achieve, but it's like, what happened to the family aspect? What happened to the family aspect? And I think that um, for women, it's hard for us because- Especially if you're in the entertainment industry, really, if you're in any industry that I believe that is very dominated by men and very driven by your success, like medical or lawyers or entertainment, if you have a child or you portray yourself to be not single, then it's almost like you get a ding, like, oh, she's tainted. (laughs) What? She has a kid? Like, think about all the buzz that came about when um young miami got pregnant Mm. and when cardi b got pregnant and even the conversation she said she had with p where she was like i was crying like what am i gonna do when it's like men get somebody pregnant like we just still work and we just do our thing for women it's like am i gonna sell records are people gonna be attracted to me am i gonna fit into the category of being a rapper can i still be a content creator can i still be sexy can i still do the things I do and have this like image without somebody saying, oh my God, I can't believe she's um she's dancing even though she's 25 because she's got a two-year-old. Mm. Oh my God, I can't believe she's wearing that. She has a newborn at home. And it's like, why does kids or men or marriage have to equate to us being of lower value or looked at like tainted almost? Yeah. And I think women struggle with that a lot. Yeah. Th- those are very good points. Like Like you said, Men can go out there and have multiple kids by multiple women and keep it moving. Nick Cannon, but we <laughs> we ain't gonna say we ain't gonna say no names or anything like that. We don't name names on this podcast. Um, so, are you actually open to having a relationship? Because, like we what we talked about, yeah, you're doing your thing, you're creating content all the time. You're probably busy as hell. So, are you open to actually like having somebody? I'm definitely open to having a relationship. I feel like. Um, it's not hard. I just feel like when you are an entrepreneur, you have to almost date someone who either is an entrepreneur themselves or who understands the lifestyle. Mm. And I do think that's not saying that you can't find somebody with a nine to five. That's not, you know, downing anybody say, oh, you have a job and I don't technically have to clock in. I do think that sometimes depending on that person, it could be a little bit of a disconnect. Like they don't understand why you need to be still working at midnight or why do you have to go to event at 1 a.m. When they're done at five, it's like, okay, I had to stay where I had to stay whatever from that hour. So now that I'm done at five o'clock, I want to be able to spend time with you. But maybe as an entrepreneur, you don't start till five o'clock or maybe 
your schedule so crazy that it's like, yeah, I got a little space, but I have to do this. I have to do this. So I think that dating is definitely important. I think it's just having to find a balance because I feel like even with working so much, you still want to relax. You want to go home to somebody. You want to unwind, especially if you're in the industry, you want to be able to be yourself Mm -hmm. because you have to be whoever people see you as on social media or whoever people see you as in your music videos or whatever your job is or title, whatever. So it's like, you want to go home and unwind and be yourself with somebody. You want to be able to go on vacations. You want to be able to enjoy moments with somebody on a um, very intimate level outside of work and business and friendships. So I do think that I am open to dating. It just is like finding the right balance and throwing it in the mix of everything. And then someone who's understanding so let me flip that for a second, because as you know, the industry is small in whether it's music or content creation right. and all that kind of stuff. So finding somebody who might be understanding or might be in the same industry as you is cool. But on the flip side, like what if it goes wrong and y'all still got to work together? That's something that I kind of struggle with as far as me being hesitant on dating people within the industry because again it's so small you're bound to either run into them at some event or you got to deal do some sort of business deal with them or something like that and what if it just didn't go right (laughs) jay out here got people ready to catch his car on fire Um. no 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 i mean i've had some stuff go bad but not that bad Uh uh-uh not that bad um i I'm personally a person who I feel like I usually try to end my relationship. Even if the relationship doesn't end in a good manner, I don't harbor like ill feelings. Okay. Like, cause sometimes it ends. Even if get, they cheated. Yeah. Cause I feel like it could get rocky. You could get <laughs> emotional, but I feel like once you step back and be like, okay, that person didn't work for me. It wasn't for me. Like you have to. Even be, if they cheated though, Tiff. Yeah. Even okay, if they cheated. Okay. I just want to like, make sure you heard me. <laughs> yeah. I feel like people are human. Like side note, I feel like once you get a relationship with somebody, you're not like oblivious to other people being attractive or you're not it's just human nature to like now what you do with it is a personal decision and that's a choice true but we're not gonna sit around act like you just blind it once you get love it's like nah you be like damn you still fine (laughs) but what i do after that is like what you really um willing to risk but i feel like even cheating whatever the situation is i try to like leave in peace Mm. Because I feel like when you still harbor those feelings, you take them into your next relationship. So I always try to leave on a good note. And if it's not a good note, I always just try to like when I see people getting be cordial. Hey, how you been? You know, like how you doing, whatever. I do know, though, the fear comes in that there are some people who get very vindictive yeah. or people who want to make you pay on another end where it's like, okay, I didn't fuck. I got my revenge in a relationship. And then they left or I left them. So now every time they want to touch something, I'm going to ruin it. Yes, there are people like that. So (laughs) I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like you got to know, you got to kind of be able to read people and be like, okay, like if this was to end up going left, would that person have the character that would try to like demise me? Or would they just be like, okay, like it was two adults. We didn't work out no matter what it was. I don't really like that person. Matter of fact, I don't even really care if they got hit by a car. But at the end of the day, when it come down to business, (laughs) like I'm going to make sure it gets handled. Because I feel like business and emotions don't belong in the same box. They really don't. It's two different things. But a lot of people don't know how to separate the two. No, that's true. I think the other thing about the industry is 
more so than I worry about the vindictiveness, it's um, the judgment. Mm. Like, you know, it's like I said, women and men is different things. So men, I feel like they could date multiple people in a small circle. And it's kind of like always oh, being a man. But it's like if she dates A and happens to date D who knew A and they might not even be friends. They might just be associates. Right. But sometimes guys want to act like they've been friends when a woman's involved. Where it's like, come on, bro. Like, I ain't never seen you talk to this man in your life. That's my man. Yo, that's, that's my <laughs> that's guy. My guy. <laughs> what? I can't believe my friend. Friend. <laughs> You've never mentioned him the last three years we've been dating. What are you talking about? So stuff like that. Then I feel like um, it can get a little um, territorial. Where right. it's like, it's just the fact that like, you're not going to make somebody else feel like they were equal to me. So because of that, I have to like, prounce and put my mark on it I don't, it's a weird it's a weird weird it's a weird world y'all I don't know no I, 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 I get it like I said I go back and forth all the time okay I should date somebody within the industry no I need to get somebody outside the industry get me away from it but they don't understand so I get it it's, it's a struggle it's a, it, it's, a, it's a struggle but do you feel like it's a challenge now to really date given the content that you create because a lot of your stuff i i, I love your content by the way a lot of it's like relationship based yeah. and, and funny situations that like people actually go through so uh, do people see that and have like a preconceived idea of you or what type of person you are i think yeah i do think that people don't separate tiffany from tiffany loren like it's like whoever i see tiffany loren as like that's her when I meet her when it's really like no friend that's just my content I made up in my head <laughs> or like no that's just a situation I see happen or something that I may have been through but I like amplified it so it could be a little bit more goofy or funny or whatever um so I do think there could be like a little disconnect on like who you really are and then um you know who you truly are but I think that's a funny question because <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was first starting in the industry, you know, I didn't have any followers like that. Like I was still figuring out life and I was just kind of bobbing and weaving. And somebody told me who was already established and a well-known manager. And he was like, why was such and such like me and somebody were having a conversation and it wasn't like we were dating or anything like that, but he kind of came in on a conversation was like, why would such and such want to date you? He was like, because you don't have really nothing going on. You're a liability. Whoa. And to me, that's I was like, sir. Wow. <laughs> but when he said it and I stepped back, I was like, okay, I can see it from his perspective of being like, if you have a man who was already established and been established for years and he could be a multimillionaire and sure. then you have a woman who may or may not have kids, who is still trying to find her career path, it's kind of like, what is her intentions? Is it to come in and infiltrate and, you know, possibly get pregnant and try to get a check? Is it like, I'm trying to use your name and then, you know, bash it afterwards? Like, what is your intention? Is it pure? At this point, it's like, why would I feel like you wouldn't be a liability to me? Because mm. if something went left, I'm going to take the L, not you. But on, the, but on the flip side, don't a lot of guys go after women like that? Because men sometimes are intimidated 
by women that are either they're equal financially <laughs> or in business. And those those women kind of like intimidate them or turn them off because quote unquote, they can't control them as much. So then that was the catcher. So now I'm like, I'm on the opposite side. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I dropped the gun. Go ahead. So now I'm on the opposite side of it and I have an established brand. You know, I make my own money and it's good. Yeah. And it's like, now the issue is it can be intimidating. Right. It can be, you have a lot of masculine energy. It can be, you, like you said, it's not a control thing. It's a, then it's sometimes play on insecurities. Like you have access to new people now that they may feel like is a threat for whatever reason. Like, it's like, oh shoot, she can touch this, 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 and that now. And they wouldn't look at her as a liability. Mm. So it's a catch. <laughs> you got to fall somewhere in the middle of like. <laughs> So, 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 really successful, but like, kind of got your stuff going on. Tell me about it. (laughs) That's what this podcast is about. None of us really know what to do. That's why we're talking about it. So we can, we can, we can find some answers somewhere. So I was like, because in that moment when he told me that, I was like, damn, I got to get to a bag and I got to establish a brand for myself so that. People will take me serious. Right. Because a lot of times in the beginning, it was like, you know, she's trying to attach herself or look. So it's like she's just trying to get somewhere off a of look. She's not really trying to work. Like she's trying to get a man to save her. Mm. But then, like I said, I got to the other side and it was like, you're doing too much, sis. You're doing way yeah, too yeah. much. <laughs> you're doing too much. <laughs> why, are you always, why are you always working? <laughs> Why are you doing all this? Right. I don't know what to do now. I'm just somewhere in between. Like, uh, boy, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too, huh? Can't have the cake and eat it too. I'm oh like, that's why goodness. Oprah got cats and she so, just goes on. So, so what? What do you look for in, in a man now that you are on this other side? That you got your own. You're achieving a, a good level of success. Has your taste in men kind of changed? With everything else, yeah, I definitely think my taste in men kind of changed. I feel okay. Like- how so? What what was what was the tiff before <laughs> looking at compared to the 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 tiff of now? <laughs> Woo! That was a wild time of life. Oh, the, tiff- <laughs> the tiff before was coming out of a long term situation. So tiff before, I felt like was just. I didn't, it's not like I didn't have standards because that's not like the correct thing to say. It's just I was more flexible because mm. I was coming out of a long situation. Um, it was a lot of trauma that came with that situation. So I think I was just in a headspace of I'm just going to have fun and whatever comes along. Like, and if it feels right and it feels different than the hell I just went through. Wow. <laughs> then it's like, mm, I'll give it a try. And then so looks, financial status, none of that really. I was mattered. like, yeah. As long as, <laughs> as long as he like, you know, treated you okay, and it makes sense. <laughs> took you out once in a while. <laughs> Didn't even have to be no fancy place. Huh? Yeah, I mean, it just had to be like if this was nice, he put some effort in. Like I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna go into this thing with a list because that's how women be messing up. We got this checklist, mm, mm. and then we. We checking all these boxes and then we get with the craziness like, well, we was checking all these boxes, but we forgot this back end stuff. And then I feel like you heal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> and a lot of people don't understand that when you are moving in um, hurt and like trauma and just things that happen in your life, you attract those type of people. So mm. when people say things like, dang, I just left my ex and he was raggedy and he was an ain't S-H-I-T, then it's like, then they get with somebody else who's like an upgraded version of their ex. But then it still remind them of their ex because... That's all they know. Right. And you attracting what you comfortable with because that's all you came out of, even if it was a bad situation. Mm. So I feel like I was kind of just moving in that and not realizing I was moving in that. And then I feel like as I started to progress, it was like, okay. You got a checklist, huh? Yeah. It was like, I had, <laughs> it was a flexible one. Like I don't really be caught up on like too much, but I was like, okay, like I, I do want somebody that's like, understanding i want somebody who's got good communication i want somebody who's patient like i want somebody who can talk to me correctly like i want somebody who puts in effort like you start looking at other things do you have good qualities as a dad in case anything was to pop off because before it was like i just need to be married and make sure before we have kids and then next is like, well, what if y'all was divorced? Like, would he still be a good dad outside of the title of y'all marriage? Because That's real. it ain't going to matter what is not at the end. It's going to matter. Does he still maintain that consistency as a dad? That's real. So, or as a mom, if it was vice versa. So it's kind of like you start looking at things different. You start aging. You live a little life. It smacks you a couple times. <laughs> you get a little tumble, a little scrape, and you're like, yeah, I ain't really messing with that over there no more. <laughs> that was fun back then, but right now that's a little dangerous. Right. So I feel like now it's just a situation of really just trying to make sure that I'm aligned with somebody who they don't have to be, you know, like I'm not saying they have to be Michael B. Jordan or I don't, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Like, they don't have to be the superstar Drake Ru status. Russell Wilson. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, that's like an alien. We don't have to be the superstar Drake status. But it's like, you do have to be working towards something consistently. Like, okay. like how people can say, oh, like, they might be like, okay, Tiff, she's doing good. Her brand is good. But I see a lot of potential in it. But I also see she's working towards that potential. Right. I think we as women get caught up on, like, it look potential. But it's like, is it working towards potential or do it just look like potential? Because so, it's a difference. So what about financial stability? Okay. So like I, I've talked to different successful women and it's it's a tale of two cities. Some women like they accept that they're going to make more money than most men. Right. So they they'll date down as far as like economics and stuff. So, and they, they say that's a problem because some men are intimidated by right. that. Then at the same time, you have women that say, okay, I'm not dating somebody unless he makes just as much as me, if not more. Right. Where, where do you kind of fall in, in, in that discussion? Or are you flexible? Is that one of your flexible items? I think... Somebody on IG said it best one time. She was like, somebody was like, do you, like, you don't date people below your bracket. And she was like, I didn't say that. She said, what I said was, if you can keep up and maintain the lifestyle that I'm maintaining. So whatever that looks like to you. So if you feel like, if I feel like I can go spend five bands comfortably at Gucci, then it's like, I want you to feel comfortable that you can go spend five bands comfortably at Gucci. Mm. It's like, I don't ever want to be in a situation where you're feeling like I'm making you less of a man because I want to enjoy the stuff I work for. 
Like, I don't feel like as women or men or whoever, like you should have to belittle and kind of down yourself. If you've been putting in all this work, you be like, damn, I want to go splurge. But then I don't want my man feeling like I'm making him feel less of a man. So I'm just not going to go do that. Because mm-hmm. it's like, what are you working for? If you're not going to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Like, True. what's the purpose? So I feel like it's open as long as you can maintain or, you know, stand with me in the lifestyle that I'm living and whatever that looks like, because you can have somebody who's making multi millions and doesn't manage their money well, and ultimately be doing less or bringing in less money than you are because they blowing in on so much stuff. That's not even making them back returns that they really just blowing their money in on BS. Mm -hmm. Or you can have somebody who making $80,000 a year, but invest well so he could be making multi-millions on the side in Airbnbs or stocks or whatever. Right. So that's that gray area of like, you can't just stamp it in one box. Mm. It got to kind of be like, what's going to fit your lifestyle? What type of lifestyle do you see yourself living? That's really the question you should ask yourself, honestly. Right. What kind of lifestyle do you see yourself working towards individually and living? And as you're working towards that, can you find somebody who can work towards that with you? or already be there or pull you up or you guys could equally be pulling the train together and get there because y'all have the same end goal in common. I don't think people be talking about their end goal. Like what's y'all end goal? Right. It's cute right now, but what y'all want to do in five years? Because he might be like, I'm okay with living in the country, like in a nice little $300,000 house. And you might be like, well, I kind of see myself living in Miami on the beachfront in a multi-million dollar house. But it's like he not going to work hard for that multi-million dollar house because that ain't his goal. Mm. He want to be complacent right here. And that's okay. That's not nothing wrong with that. Right. But it's wrong when y'all trying to not move towards the same direction. That's when the issue come about. So you got to really figure out what do y'all both want? Kids, money-wise, investing, like what's important to y'all? How long do you think you should like date or talk to a person before you actually commit to a relationship? Well, first, I think that our community doesn't date. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we do. I think it's like, I like you, you're mine. Don't look at nobody else. And it's like, but how do you know you're still figuring it out? Mm. Like, I feel like we don't date. Like, we don't be like, okay, I got five guys. I'm dating Jay, Jared, <laughs> David, and Michael, and we're all just gonna wean them out and see what happens. I think that a lot of times you don't think we do. No, there's a lot of that in Atlanta. I don't think I don't think it's serious dating. I think it's um, what's the word I'm looking for? Beneficial dating, almost like this my food guy. True. This the guy okay. Take me on vacation. I'll give you that. This the one that paid my rent. <laughs> This the one that's gonna take me shopping. Yeah. But I know I ain't finna be serious with none of them because all of them ain't really like giving me nothing outside of benefits financially. Right. Or like on the guy side, it's like she may have access to something. She got a little something going on over here. She got something going on here. But it's like I'm not really looking to be serious with none of y'all. So so for from a guy's perspective, that could be very expensive for us. Like if if we're trying to uh, y'all gotta do if we if, if we're dating like five people at the same time trying to figure it out, and if it's like a real guy that's like, okay, we gonna go out, they gonna pay for everything. That's five different meals that you, you're paying for <laughs> per week. <laughs> but why do you have to pay? Why don't you do things that are cheap? Like why don't you do the park or you do the coffee shop or like. 
You do something that's like interactive, but you don't have to spend a lot of money. That's how you weed them out. Mm. Take that cash out. <laughs> okay, that's and game then, right there. And then you see, because if she like you, if a woman like you, of course we want to know that you're financially stable. But if we like you, we're gonna go to the park and walk with you. We'll go go have a cup of coffee with you because we just want to be around you to get your energy and your vibe. We're not really worried about everything. It's the effort. Like if you was to go. If a guy that I really liked was to take me on a picnic at Piedmont Park that he set up or take me to a five-star restaurant, I would have more fun on a picnic because I'd be like, damn, he really put some thought and effort into this. So he must really like me. Versus like, it was easy for you to pull up at a fancy restaurant, drop $300 on a bill so I can know you got some money. And then it's like, oh, he's got money. (laughs) And then like, go. But it's another thing to be like, Friend, you went to the store and got wine. You laid out this blanket. Yeah. You bought this little bouquet of roses. Like, okay, this is like, this okay. is cheesy, but I'm fucking with it. And it's like, <laughs> then you get like, okay. <laughs> he like me, girl. <laughs> so I think that, like I said, I feel like people in our community, we don't really date. We more so say, I like her. I want to mess with her. I don't want no other man to touch her because that's mine. Okay. Or I like him. I don't want no other girl. But it's like you don't know him enough yet. Right. And then I think people get into relationships and two, three, four months down the road, six months to a year, y'all breaking up because y'all didn't really know each other before y'all was trying to like lock each other in on some like possessiveness so nobody else could get them instead of being like, okay, I got four dudes. I talked to them. We kick it, it may not be all the time. I don't even have to be sleeping with any of them. But it's like they're going to eventually wean themselves out. Yeah. One of them's going to do some stuff. You're like, eh, might do better. I ain't really mess with that. He's off the list. And then it kind of dwindles down. And you're like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. You might be like, ain't none of them what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Next crew coming in. And it's like that's the thing. So I think that dating is important. We should just take our time a little bit more and get to know people more and really figure figure them out and fill them out and say, okay, this is conclusive to what I want. Or like, nah, this ain't really what I'm feeling. And it's okay to be like, I don't want to do it. Like people feel so much about Lori, but I'm like, we don't really know if she was even sleeping with all those people. That's In real. my opinion, she was dating. And, it, and I hate to say it, but like, that's how white people date. And it's like, they date, and then it's like, hey, it ain't working out three months later, and I'm going to date somebody else. Mm. But that don't necessarily mean I slept with everybody I dated. It just no, meant, like, true. I went kicked it, and then I realized, like, that's a cornball, and I don't want to be with him no more. And then, for whatever reason, I decided, like, hey, I just need to move on. I feel like we don't, and then we waste years. See, no, and, and you, you made some very valid points. I will say this, though, because as a guy, if you're spending all this time, like, dating or getting to know a person and then they go left or they were like oh you know what i feel if you like that yeah. blah, blah 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 that's time wasted too what if she's open with you though and telling you you're not the only person she's seeing i mean that's cool do they, you guys still feel like that's time wasted or do you be like okay cool because you're not the only person i'm seeing either i mean it depends because okay if y'all both are like seeing multiple people okay cool but if one person is like just seeing you and the other person seeing multiple people, they ain't gonna work. No, I I, I do believe they, that. They, they ain't gonna work. I, I've been in that situation and I was like, <laughs> you know what? That's cool. I'm a 
I'm a, I'm a weed myself out. <laughs> I yeah. I'm going to see. <laughs> yeah, I, ta- I, I respectfully tapped out because I was just like, you know what? That's cool. We we in two different places. Yeah. I ain't trying to compete. You know, I'm not like trying to be on The Bachelorette or yeah. anything like that. I'm good. You know, I I had to like understand myself and realize. Yeah, and realize my value. Like, no, no. <laughs> So I gracefully bowed out. I said, I'm going to make your decision a little bit easier for you. And you, I'm you know, eliminate one off your list. Yeah, I'm going to take one off your list. So, you know, good luck with it. No hard feelings. Like, you know, it is what it is. So what do you think your ideal dating is? My ideal, like, as far as what? Like, when you meet somebody, do you want to immediately be like, um, I like you, you like me? Let's be not like serious, like we have to be locked in, but let's be seriously focused on each other for X amount of time. And then when we hit that mark, we'll be like, okay. I, I, I think I think it's a case by case basis. Uh, you know, I've gotten into relationships too quickly and they've gone bad. I've waited too long and it's gone bad. <laughs> I've seen people like my parents meet in January and they're married by the end of the year. And they're still together 50 years later. God bless their souls. I've seen people who were high school sweethearts, dated all through college, got married, lived together, married for like five, 10 years, and then get a divorce. Yeah. So it's just like, you just never know. It's such a gamble. It it, it, it is. So like, I've gotten to the point, like, I try not to put like time constraints on anything like that. I'm big on just like energy, yeah. you know? And yes, you want to take the time to feel somebody out and, and find those like those triggers or those warning signs and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I don't want to just, I don't want to overthink things because I think sometimes like people get in their heads too much. Yeah. So I, I try to, like you said, I try to find that middle ground, or that, that, middle. That, that balance because that again, gray I, area. yeah, because <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'll never forget I was dating somebody when I was in grad school and she had, you know, she had her stuff together. That was when I was DJing in the clubs and stuff and all that. And she was ready. She was just like, yo, what are we doing? I was like, you know, let's continue just to get to know each other a little bit long, longer. They ain't work for her. And she, she bounced on me and I was like, damn, I, I probably should have like taken her a little bit more seriously because <laughs> she was a good woman. She was a good woman and, and, and had her stuff together more than I did at the time. I said, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, damn, I, I dropped the ball trying to like, oh, no, let's, let's get to know each other a little bit more. She's like, Negro, I got a, a, a six-figure job. I drive a biz. What and, you need to know? Like, <laughs> like we, 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 we done messed around and did all this other stuff. What, what do we need to know now? Yeah. He's just like, damn, okay. So I, I think... I think you just have to gauge the person and just feel out the person. And like you said, communication is a key. Like knowing what the person is looking for and what their mindset is. Yeah. So. And I think that's the other thing is that people, having been in a long situation before, people feel like, I, like if you talk about marriage or if you talk about like being serious or you talk about having kids or whatever, it's like I need a little bit more time. And yes, you do need time, but then you also have to understand you never fully know somebody. Never fully know somebody. You will never fully know, like at no and point in time. And people can change. At, that's what I'm saying. At no point in time will you ever fully know somebody because 
You could be together for three years and in three years, they're not going to be the same person they were three years ago. And right. then another three or four years go by and now you have six years in. So three years back, they're not the same. And then three years from that, they're definitely not six years back the same. <laughs> so it's like you're waiting for this person to get figured out. But it's like you have to understand people, even in a relationship, are going to keep evolving. And it's natural. Yeah. You're going to evolve. You're going to like different things. You're going to hate things. You're going to maybe transition to a new person. You might want to take Look up at hobbies. You. <laughs> so it's like, You're not the same person I met two years ago. I'm saying like you're a diff- whole another career field. It's whole like another career you're doing field. something totally different. It's like now I like to do this now. And it's like, but that's not what you do is when I met you. But yeah, it's like you do still have to allow people the space to grow and expand and to change and just morph into the different people they need to be throughout their life. As right. long as it's still being respectful to your relationship, it's like you do have to understand people are just going to constantly be like butterflies, just like molding and recreating and molding and recreating. <laughs> and that's okay. But you have to be willing to go with the ebb and flow of people as they go through life because I think that's what makes relationships last for a long time is people just allow people to be who they are. Like right. I just have to allow you to be you. You have to allow me to be me. And then we're together. We be us. And then it's like, just everybody still be individual people. Facts. Facts. I'm going to wrap it up on this question right here. Do you feel like you can have it all, meaning the career, the success, the money, and the relationship, the good relationship, the the Russell Wilson type relationship, the Barack and Michelle type relationship? If any of them divorce, I'm going to cry. Like, I'm just going to be like the end of the world. We're just burning. We're all going to burn. Oh, look. <laughs> look. I done said this plenty of times. Russell Wilson, you can't cheat. Like You hold too much weight on your shoulders. Like you got the world on your shoulders, friend. You have the world on your shoulders. I mean, black men and black women everywhere are dependent on you. Black men, especially because if he cheats, there's no hope for the rest that's of us. It. Like you will you guys will never trust <laughs> us it. ever again. We're just y'all burning. Like that's it. We're yeah, just, that dude back, the whole race of men. That's that dude it. back in February, he he damn near bested up for us, uh what whatever his name was, and then had his wife on with like with the beret or whatever oh, she was wearing. Oh god, I forgot what she called it. And he was supposed to be like <laughs> this religious relationship guru. I was just so like oh. Right. But but see, it's guys like him that mess it up for guys like me that actually do stuff right and, and don't cheat, but then y'all are like nah. Now everybody looking at nah. y'all like he wrote, did you he, see? You did saw, you he, see? Right. He wrote books. <laughs> he do this for a living. Right. <laughs> your ass gonna cheat too. Somebody said on TikTok, all the men sliding your DM and you think your boyfriend not sliding nobody's what makes him different. I was like, he has a fact. Damn. That is a fact. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Hey, back to my question. Do you feel like you can have it all? Um, I do. Okay. But I feel like you have to be a great multitasker. Mm. <laughs> um, I think people who are really career oriented, we hyper focus on one thing. Yeah. That's our career. Everything else has to crash and burn because at the end of the day, we have one goal and our tunnel vision is locked on that goal. But I think we have to understand, like, we got to give the career 80 percent. Then we got to give this relationship 10 percent. We got to give these kids 10 percent. And it's like everything intertwines, because if your house is messed up, your career ain't going to go smooth because you stress. You can't right, think, right. especially if you're a creator. Like if your house is messed up. <laughs> You're not creating a song. You're not creating nothing. You're just like, you're in dull mode. So I do think also you can have all this money and you ain't feeding into your home. 
you ain't happy. That's mm. why people have a whole bunch of stuff and people are like, how you unhappy, bro? You a multi-millionaire. You can go, you can go buy a new life if you wanted to. Right. And it's like, but I'm lonely. So I feel like people have to understand, like you have to balance things. Nothing is really more important than the other. But if you put importance on it, it just has to be in percentages. Like this has to be 60% of my time. This is 40% of my time. You know, this is 20, 20, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that way, when you learn to balance everything and really take care of yourself first, your health, your mental health is important. You have to be in a good mental space. Get rid of all that trauma from past yeah. relationships. Get rid of all that trauma from your parents and your family and all the crazy stuff we done seen in our community and culture. And just focus on having good mental health. Focus on balancing. Focus on being whole as a person and understanding not one thing, a relationship, is not going to end all your problems. Money's not going to end all your problems. Not one thing's going to end all your problems. Ultimately, to be whole as a human, we need all aspects. We need finances. We need love. You know, if we didn't have nothing else, we could survive on love. Like, we right. would be happy with that. So I have to feel like that we have to understand as a human, we need all aspects. And because of that, we have to learn how to balance. And if you learn how to balance, you could really just have it all. Well said. How can they follow you and slide up in your DMs? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> how could your future man slide up in your oh DMs? Oh my God, slide in my DMs. Yeah, slide in your DMs. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y underscore L-A-R-Y-N on Instagram. I'm at Tiffany Loren TV on Facebook, Tiffany Loren on YouTube, and Tiffany Loren on TikTok. Follow all those platforms. I'm telling you, it's well worth it. I love your content, by Thank the way. You, Jay. I, I, really I enjoy watching it. it. It's hilarious. And uh, you can follow me at PosterChildJ1. Thank you once again for checking out the Successful and Single Podcast. Once again, my name is Josh J1 Rayford. Until next time, be safe and keep God first.